Mary had a little man, 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 We believe that all men are created equal. To the magnificent mosaic that is America. From radio beacon to radio beacon. This morning, a sight we haven't seen in more than a year. Travelers maskless on planes and walking through airports after a major reversal. A federal judge in Florida striking down the mask mandate on public transportation. The Biden administration saying masks are no longer required on planes, trains, buses, and transportation hubs. We've made it this far, and it's like, why take that extra, extra risk if we don't have to? It's fantastic <laughs> news. If you want to play that game, you know, go ahead, but I'm going to keep the mask on. The judge, appointed by former President Trump, saying the mandate exceeds the CDC's statutory authority and violates the procedures required for agency rulemaking. Now United, American, Delta, Southwest, JetBlue, and Alaska Airlines confirming they will no longer make passengers mask up. Those revisions now hitting the roads as well. Rideshare company Uber announcing overnight it is dropping mask mandates for drivers and riders. <laughs> the judge's ruling comes as the nation sees a rise in infections from the <laughs> BA2 subvariant, with 34 states and territories seeing at least 10% increases over the last week. And just a reminder this morning, the CDC still recommends that you wear a mask, oh. but again, that is totally up to you right now. But you need to check with your local transit system. There may be some local laws in place. Oh! <laughs> oh, so good news, everybody. You don't have to wear a mask. Bad news, everybody. Nobody else does either. Oh, good luck to you. Good luck, everybody. Good luck out there. Oh, my God. So, the, the, you know, the, the judge is, oh, my God. The, ju the judge's name is Catherine Kimball Mazel. Catherine Kimball Mazel. Now, if that sounds like a cartoon character to you, it gets even worse. Catherine Kimball Mazel was appointed by Donald Trump uh, eight years after she graduated law school at the age of 35 for a lifetime appointment on the federal court, on the federal court. And her only experience, her only experience in trial courts was as an intern. <laughs> what could go wrong here? What could go wrong here? So let me just tell you this right now. Howard has a, uh, a lovely case of COVID right now. He's got a, uh, you know, pretty raging case of COVID right now. And you'll say, well, didn't you get vaccinated? Yeah, he did. And it doesn't keep you from getting COVID. It just keeps you from dying of COVID. But he's nice and sick. He's good and sick because Florida cases are on the rise. People are going maskless now. It doesn't matter if you're an immunocompromised guy standing next to, uh, you know, somebody, uh, you, know, you don't want to wear a mask. Screw you, fella. Screw you. This is the public's deli counter. This is my realm. I get to say. <laughs> yeah, you're a tough guy. So, um, yeah, this is where we are now. So, so this judge was rated not qualified by the American Bar Association. And, uh, well, you knew that as soon as I said Trump appointed, didn't you? Yeah, you kind of knew. 
I mean, he he has appointed so many um, really bad, uh, ill-equipped, ill-qualified judges. So, uh, you know, what's one more? Well, I'll tell you what one more is. She is the one that got rid of, and, and this is a district judge, okay? This is a district court judge. You would think she would, and she's in Florida, obviously. You would think that she would make the ruling for Florida, no, she decided to take it up a notch. She decided, eh, let's just make it national. Let's just go for it. So that's uh, that's it now. You know, you have uh, uh, you can do what you want, which is nice. It's good. It's something to cheer about. You know, you could do what you want. Uh, but remember, the bad news is they can do what they want too. Meaning, somebody has COVID, they don't give a damn. You know, good for you. Lucky you. <laughs> This is this is the world in which we toil. This is the world in which we live. But uh, yeah, I, I I just you know can, can can we just okay? This is for public transportation. Just so you understand. Now here's my question: Why didn't we always wear masks on public transportation? Have you seen public transportation? Has everybody been on? We should have been wearing masks on public transportation for years, forever, forever. It's it's just, it's, uh, you know, with public transportation. You know, I remember at the beginning of the, of the pandemic that people were literally licking subway poles trying to infect other people. Do you remember that? You remember how psycho the, the maggot, maggots were? Yeah, that, well, they're still out there is all I want to say. So, um, you know, listen, I dislike wearing a mask as much as anybody. But, uh, you know, it's public transportation. So, of course, I would wear one. <laughs> it's just me. But, okay, so, uh, the, you know, now the, uh, the battle for, uh, for <laughs> battle for breathing, I don't know what to call it. The battle to live is actually on. It's, we're ha- it's happening. We're, we're, we're doing it. We're having a battle to exist is what we're engaged in. And that is so apparent in Ukraine where they did absolutely nothing wrong. They did nothing at all except exist, right? They were going about their business. Like I said at the beginning of this thing, you were going to see, you know, 50-year-old graphic designers picking up weapons and going into battle. You were going to see moms driving tanks. Seriously. And that has happened. That is happening. So what we got is like, uh, you know, guys that run tire shops, guys that, uh, you know, uh, girls that, that taught kindergarten are now suited up and driving freaking armored vehicles. They are driving tanks. They are driving, uh, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're strapped with uh, AKs. I mean, and they are fighting just to exist, just to exist against a terrorist nation that is uh, finally decided to reveal itself to the whole world. Yeah. Russia has been assassinating uh, any opponents of, the, of Vladimir Putin's for a really long time. He's been jailing people. He's been killing people. He's been poisoning people. And he's been doing it internationally uh, to meet a political aim of his, which is nobody should uh, you know, be able to unseat me. Nobody should be able to compete with me. Nobody should be able to you know, present ideas that aren't mine, right? So this is the, the, the textbook de- definition of terrorism, right? I mean, that's what this is. So the big question is, when is the United States and others, some, some European nations like Poland, they're there, they're there, and where's there? They're ready to des- designate Russia a state sponsor of terrorism. Now, if we did that, 
That would mean that Russia could not, uh, you couldn't trade with Russia. Nobody could. And there are still dozens of countries. Germany is one of them. Germany is, a, is, is very disturbing. Germany says they will wean themselves off of Russian oil soon, but not yet. Uh, they don't want to send any more weapons into uh, Ukraine. They don't want to help anymore. They're, they're kind of checked out. So there are still dozens of countries, you know, that do business with Russia. Obviously, you know, the ones that are on terrorist watch list or, or the terrorist list, like Cuba is on there now. Syria is on there now. There's like uh, four countries. Iran is on there now um, that are state sponsors of terrorism. Now, it's interesting because Obama took Cuba off the state sponsored list, right, of terrorism. And Trump put them back on. <laughs> I don't, you know, just uh, I don't know. I guess to win Florida, yeah, to get the old Cubans to vote for them. Yeah, uh, it's always political with him. But anyway, um, so now you have a discussion about whether or not to list Putin, uh, list Russia as a state sponsor of terrorism. As we know, they are terrorizing Ukrainians and trying to destabilize countries that border Ukraine with this influx of ukrainians with uh, you know an influx of refugees with an influx of uh, you know millions of people running over the border to get out of ukraine to go into countries like romania like poland moldova poor people that ended up in moldova but the craziest thing i've seen so far the craziest thing last night I, I was I was on the Twitter. I wasn't, you know, I don't watch that much television. But I was on the Twitter and I saw this photograph of Malcolm Nance. Our beloved Malcolm in full combat regalia. 